Conversations from the Retreat From the Center for Sustainable Stewardship Brought to you in part by Big East Fork Retreat At BigEastFork.com So we're here at Conversations, and we're talking with uh, Dr. Jonathan Oppenheimer and Tony Gerber. And Mr. Tosh and Tony Gerber. And uh, we're centered on a uh, concept of a new uh, type of life insurance Mm. policy, Mm. um, a quality of life insurance policy, and uh, a brainchild that's... I've uh, been spinning around the doctor's brain over here. So, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this new insurance? Well, there's a um, rather large bridge that crosses Highway 96 here in Franklin, Tennessee. It's part of the Natchez Trace Parkway. And unfortunately, it has the designation as being the most, as being the place to jump off of when you want to jump off life. And too many people have uh, have used that in the last years. So there's now a sign that the, I don't know which agency put it up, but uh, there's an 800 number to call to say there's hope. And uh, I was talking to Masood the other day, and we wondered, what if there was a sign that said, free life insurance, mm-hmm. 800 number, Free sustainable life insurance and a free ride and a free ride. Well, it's a, it's, it's life insurance, and the sign would also say free shuttle service, so we could we could pick you up and get you to lower ground to talk things over. But um, that was the inspiration. That was the inspiration, and and we thought of the words that might be might be up there. Free quality life insurance and shuttle service. Uh, where would you like to go? And we pick you up and introduce you to the policy that's free. You see, if you suicide or you die, your estate gets $10. And if you live, we pay you $1,818.18 every month. You're part of our community. The financial benefit decreases as you feel your inner strength increase and you remain remain secure throughout. Now the investor knows that it costs less than $1,818.18 to keep someone housed and fed and in community. So he'll figure out a way to give you housing and food and purpose <laughs> purpose yeah and community so that he doesn't have to pay out his money because he'll be much better off financially 
and of course will be much better off emotionally knowing that you've you've been able to get what it takes understanding and inspiration and renewed purpose that uh, that's the reward for everybody I mean it sounds like an, a, a really great concept so you and Masood kind of did a little banner back and forth uh, a little role play yesterday yeah we did so Masood would you like to um, play the role of uh, of someone who is staring down from the bridge about <laughs> 2,000 feet. Uh, maybe it's about 1,800 feet. <laughs> it's high. It's 1,818 feet and 18 <laughs> inches. <laughs> and you see a sign that says uh, free quality of life insurance. So... Just to set um, the stage right, um, prior to um, proceeding with the role play um, of this um, single human being um, on the verge of letting go of, um, of this opportunity in this life to be of, um, make a difference. And, and use this experience for growth which is to me an analogy um, for all of our lives here and um, one of the reasons why we get together um, on a regular basis have this podcast dialogue and one of the reasons why myself and Jonathan and Tony and a lot of other folks are attracted to the idea of what it means to have a community that um, that considers sustainable um, relationship to our lives, our planet, and, and something that doesn't go away, which is what you could call our spirit or soul or whatever. Um, energy that's there after we let go of our of our physical clothes. And given that, then here I am as a human being at a verge of um, letting go of this opportunity, like I said, because of feeling isolated and feeling feeling hopeless without any. Um, any opportunity for expressing my individuality or even thinking that I can make a difference for anyone's life. And uh, wanting to let go and what I see is just this uh, queer message uh, uh, that is telling me that something is free and uh, there's a phone number and uh, I have nothing to lose at this point. So uh, it's almost like a uh, life rat. Life insurance. Do you want life insurance? Quality of life insurance. Well, 
the beneficiary gets $1,818.18 every month. Would that be helpful? No, I couldn't imagine. Having a security of a regular um, sustenance so that I can even think about uh, what I'm worth and what I can do. Well, let it us be. A, I'm, an inv I'm an investor. I'm a shareholder. All shareholders in quality of life insurance get a free share in the company. And it gives us the honor of sharing, of keeping the fire alive, your fire of eternal life. Eternal, well, as long as the community that you're in carries on its purpose and its mission and remembers you, that's a form of afterlife. Some people want that. People will remember you if you jump off the bridge, but not in a very, it'll make them feel sad. So, given that people are going to remember you, well, let's give them a chance to remember you as the most compassionate, generous, beautiful, intelligent, lovely being that they ever knew, or one of the ones that they knew, because everyone has this. Everyone has this potential. So, why don't you call that number? We'll pick you up in our shuttle. And we'll bring you down to the community. And um, if you don't like the community, well, we'll bring you back tomorrow morning. Give it another try. But give us 24 hours and uh, we just might get your life back. So, Tony, you're a, yeah. like a skeptical guy. <laughs> I can play that role. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. So, the person who gets this free policy, um, we're going to give him $1,818.18 every month. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have some stipulations. One thing <clears> is, <throat> well... You've got to come spend the night with us. We'll have a room. We'll have utilities. We'll have some nutrition. And we'll have some community. And as long as you're willing to have all of your security needs met by us, we'll honor your policy. Now, our investors may not be so happy paying $1,800 and 18 and 18 cents to you continually. So there's a plan for them to, to make it more profitable for them. They're going to profit by having more money, and they're going to profit by knowing that you are living a beautiful life. Is one thing I was going to ask, is this only available to the people that are getting ready to kill themselves? No, it's, it's available to anyone who has an investor. To be sure that we don't have um, more debit than we, more, more liability than we have assets, we're going to ask that the number of 
investors mm -hmm. um, exceeds the number of policyholders by at least one. And I think an investor who gets a share and gets to share um, might want a policy for himself. Mm -hmm. But for someone who comes in, let's say, in the bridge situation where he needs, a, he needs to be sponsored that, that uh, policy, um, we'd ask an investor to, to, to uh, put up the money for that. Of course, we do get $10. No, we don't get 10 We get $10 from the general public. Uh -huh. So this, this, this policy costs $10 from the general public, but it's free to the, to the ones on the to bridge. To the crisis. Hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. And all of these, uh, all these policy holders end up becoming part of the community here at the retreat, or well, that's a great question. the The investor decides what size community that person uh, wants to be in, and the investor creates helps create the community that they want to be a part of. They can either live in it, or they can be an external patron, if you will. Mm. Um, but this occurs after uh, a period of, of days or months in which the person, um, the person with the policy, you know, gets to decide what type of community they want to live in. And the investor will be incentivized to build, to make a safe, secure community for um, everyone in it because a sustainable community will not need much uh, in the way of funding. Hmm. So from a perspective I that everyone that comes in in this life has got some um, inherent seeds, inherent potentials to be cultivated, to come to fruition, from that perspective, then, um, the job of us, by us meaning the community, um, is how to cultivate those particular seeds in all of us, especially those who uh, have forgotten that they are special. And that's why they feel like they have been put on the sidelines or they're in the periphery of life. Because once any of us come to realization that we are special and have something special to offer, then life becomes full of joy and vitality and full of energy that then you can give in way of, in form of service. So our idea of bringing in folks who are in that space in their life, turning them around so that this individual is from a perspective of letting go of their life, turns around 180 to be of service to other human beings and, and as such then cultivate their own transcendence by being service. So that's from a perspective of policy holders from perspective of investors oh what a joy it would be to be able to give another human being their life back 
all it takes is a little meaning and purpose. And that can be hard for someone on the bridge. It can be hard for most of us in this in these days and times. So what if it's somebody that's uh, 80, 82 years old? Well, the investors have to decide who would be a... Is this on the bridge or not on the bridge? No, this is not on the bridge. Yeah. I think the investors have to decide what community they want to invest in. So there'll be a circle of investors. They, they get to decide, you know, f uh, form different types of communities. And if someone was a, certainly a 80-year-old or an 86-year-old, uh, and if one did well in, in business, and uh, perhaps one lost a spouse, and one has no problems as financially, but one is deeply troubled by having lack of connection and not being in community. Right. Uh, what what a what a good use of one's money. <laughs> oh yeah. Obviously, uh, Tony, we can't play gods uh, from that perspective as to who deserves, who doesn't deserve, who gets in, who doesn't get in. That's really not not the question to ask. But 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 this is the uh, for for your perspective, I see that entirely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But from the perspective of the investors, I think they do have to decide who they want to give policies to. All right. Um, I wish it, I, I mean. I mean, it's not just like something that can be available to anybody. Well, it could be available to anybody. If the investors wanted, if a group of investors wanted to give this uh, security to, to everyone, mm -hmm. right. well, let's just, ju just jump a couple of levels up in complexity and let's say we're investors in, in, in the world, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now so you're talking. So now, yeah, we want to make sure that everyone is happy and secure. Every human being. Every Alive. Human. Can you imagine if, if, if the... Uh, Kim Il Yum, or whoever is the guy over North Carolina, if he was just totally secure and just totally just knowing that he will always have food and shelter and companionship and 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 meaning and and, and purpose, um, I mean, no one would be playing with nuclear buttons. I mean, I mean it would just be absurd. It's kind of like what it used to be, you know, with the different tribal communities that, you know, they did take care of everybody in the tribe. <laughs> So let's, let's and, and they respected the elders, and they, you know. So we're starting out small, but the end game is when everyone on this planet is an investor and a policyholder. Yeah. In their sustainable planetary community, but you know, let's let's uh, let's get a uh, jump down a few more levels to just a group of four, six, or ten people. Right. The same process will will sustain. So, so they're probably in this, in the early level, you'll establish a number limit of, or is it just uh, bound by the number of investors, I guess? Yeah, I think investors will talk to each other and say, what type of community would, would we like to uh, support? And um, I think if people have a, um, some skin in the game, if they want to say, well, I want to build a community that I want to be part of. Mm-hmm then um, it's not a hypothetical question that can really... Um, it will be a naturally occurring mm -hmm. phenomenon. <laughs> happens all the time. We self-assemble into these communities. But um, 
somehow I don't have the insurance uh, that will always be there, that uh, everyone will stick around, or that the mortgage will always get paid. Mm. Um, but I think we have a sustainable plan. The investors want to make sure that the houses aren't too expensive, there's no debt, that the water and the utilities can be renewable. And it really takes, it'll take a lot of stress away from those people who are concerned about their material mm -hmm. survival. And, you know, then they can just take a hop up Maslow's ladder, and now they're talking about fulfilling their potential and doing artwork and creating and loving and sharing and back rubbing. Mm -hmm. But you got to take care of those basic needs first. So let's... Mm -hmm. um, which is the sustainability part, kind of, I guess, if you, if the community that's being built is around a sustainable community, then a lot of the basic needs are coming from the community and uh, would make the investing less for each person, I guess, <clears throat> if a lot of it's coming from the community. Hmm. So, the investors would like to. Uh, how do you how do you get the policyholders? Well, I think I believe quality insurance is is, an, is a, a sponsor of uh, sustainable radio, so they can call the eight hundred number that appears on the screen or good point <laughs> through the airwaves. <laughs> um, but there's a little bit you no know, for those people who are in extreme situation. We will uh, the offer is free. For those people who don't think they're in such an emergency, it's uh, $10 a month. And there'll be a few questions to respond to, a little bit of a survey, a little bit of a, mm -hmm. a little bit of a um, interrogation to uh, <laughs> see what community you'd, you'd fit into. A quality interrogation. You have to get the investors together that want to be in the same, that want to be in that same community. The thing is, yeah. um, from a perspective, everyone um, has something to gain by uh, being involved in each other's uh, lives in a more deeper fashion than just a social surface. Um, and and from that perspective, then uh, all of us have got loved ones. And family members or friends who uh, have gone ahead of us and have passed on. Um, and what their love means for us, that's the energy that remains. And how to recognize those elements about each life and celebrate those elements about each life by way of hearing their stories and recognizing the importance of their stories and documenting by mm -hmm. any form or shape that we can and the time passed is ultimately the only way that we can then say that we have paid adequate contribute contribute to someone's life and that we have made it possible for them to share this life at best as we can forever.
and I think the um, the Center of Sustainable Stewardship will have an archive of stories. So collecting stories mm-hmm. is an opportunity to give meaning to the storyteller. Amazing how both those both those are met at the same how those two objectives are met from different perspectives mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, the power of the story. Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm. So, Masood, let's, uh, let's continue on that play acting, okay? So now we've, uh, we've picked you up. A guy named Masood has uh, picked you up and brought you down to the... Mm-hmm. Yes. Down, down to the... Rec- well, I guess it would be the retreat here if they were... If you, if it was the, this is probably the closest, the closest office of the uh, quality of life insurance. And um, you're here now, and I'd ask you, what is it you need to feel entirely secure? Or we'd have a checklist box. We'd say, Do you, would you like food? Do you need food? Is that something while well, you're here? And um, a shelter, a room, a shower, and that type of stuff. And... Um, after we agreed to provide that, is there anything else you need to to be secure? Because the money is available to fulfill those other needs that you have that are not are not fulfilled by that. Because our obligation now that you have a policy and we're fulfilling it, we need to know what how this money is used to make you more secure. And if we can make you totally secure and you don't need to spend that money on your security, then it can go back into the pot and help other people be secure. So Masood, is there anything, anything that you need other than to be here and to receive those items as well as the company and the... Um, the community that we offer, is there anything else that you need? Yes. So again, to set the stage, um, here I have um, been picked up uh, from, from the edge of the abyss uh, and been been brought into a community of uh, uh, of folks that actually are interested in my story, that um, are proceeding as though I have a special something that that uh, is within me that I've got something to offer, and for this reason, I shouldn't do away with myself, not just yet, because there's something to be done. And this attention that was brought to me, this, uh, this new life, which, which gives, gives me a hope because now I have taken care of my 
basic needs, it seems. Food and shelter, security and safety. I bet there is something else that um, that you are missing, and it's not. It's nothing to do with something we can give you. It's something that you think about yourself, whether it's guilt or, or valuelessness, or um, it might be debt. Might be that you can never pay back the money. Hmm. Um, well, we have solutions for all of those, hmm. but it might be that um, you're too good. A, you're too good a candidate. Um, I know you personally are sued, and you're the, probably the most secure person that ever could be. You've truly um, brought to life my little saying that. Um, uh, social security is the security you get from being social. <laughs> so you're a secure man. Um, it might be, could you put yourself in the shoes of someone who, well, you used to run a crisis line yourself, you used to be a part of the crisis team. Um, what were people, you know, what, what were people trying to get away from? Seems like isolation is first. Once we are no longer isolated, then feeling of self-worth, having meaning and purpose in our lives, and then opportunity, like I was mentioning, opportunity to serve. It seems it seems that's the trajectory that every one of us. Oh, we'll, we'll travel. Once we reach a certain space, then we know that our life wasn't about us at all. It was about everyone else that we came into contact with. Some of those folks that we're going to come into contact with, we're going to come to contact with them long after we have departed this body clock by virtue of our communications. So, given that, if I were to put myself into a place of someone who has no hope, to give them this hope to find seeds that need to be cultivated, that's the best gift to be given. Well, I'm glad you came down here because we got a place for you. And, uh, you know, anytime you give us a signal, we'll just drive you back up there. <laughs> but um, we are hopeful and we're actually quite um, optimistic. We're quite assured that. Uh, just take some time here and um, take a walk in the forest, put your feet in the creek, mm, choose some nice morsels of food prepared for you in our loving kitchen that um, you'll be blessed with a sense of 
usefulness. Article. Mm. <laughs> Say that again, Masood? Articulture. Articulture. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things, one of the, one of the things will be, you know, one of our, um, one of our. Um, I, I want to see therapies, but uh, you know, I, I don't. I, we all need therapy. So one of our techniques here is um, articulture that we've uh, we've used as a little word to indicate um, art and culture and sort of like agriculture and horticulture. We're going to grow those creative seeds Cultivate. within you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, art has a way of um, allowing that to happen, forcing that to happen. Yeah. It's a facilitator of goodness. Hmm. So the, um, the life insurance company, the quality of life insurance company, they are going to be registered with the state. This is a legitimate thing. This isn't just a this isn't just a thought. We will actually pay if you if you die in our care. Well, I don't know if it's our care under our policy. That's it. Go over a policy, hmm. and uh, and you you lose your life or take your own. We will pay eighteen hundred and eighteen dollars and eighteen cents to your beneficiary. And uh, we hope to be your beneficiary, but we don't have to be. You can you can spend it on your boss or your daughter, your ex-wife or your mother-in-law. But um, so, how about this? When you're when you're at the community, uh -huh. <clears throat> what are some of the uh, some of the responsibilities of very good question you know, to, well, to be part of that community well, your first responsibility is to is to listen be present be present and just be authentic first responsibility is just take it's just leave the bullshit behind it's just yeah. when you were on that bridge the bullshit the bullshit dropped off but now, now you're authentic <laughs> so <laughs> Um, it might be to do nothing. It might be that uh, you want to chat with somebody while you're cutting up, uh, cutting up potatoes. Mm -hmm. or it might be that you're doing some laundry, or it might be that you're you're playing piano or singing a song. What uh, what's needed? I think every community has a um, there's a mom or a dad who says, um, well, it's. The roof needs fixing, let's fix it. And I think in the process of fixing that roof, um, you receive the benefit of community. You're engaged in a common activity that, that helps everyone. And presto, um, with, with, no th with nothing to worry about as far as your basic human needs, then, um, then everything else is going to follow because community is there which is one of those basic needs. So I guess one of the things we ask you to do is that we can provide you, we can provide you food and we can provide you a room, but we can't provide you community unless you want to be part of that. Mm -hmm. So we ask you to be part of our, part of our community. 
Of course, we help you doing this. How we help you doing this, of course, is through various programming that we are already doing on a regular basis here that helps us with our emotional intelligence and socio-emotional learning that needs to happen in order for us to both be in touch with ourselves and other people. And we do this through group meetings and circles and, and various formats that oh, we provide for folks to get in touch with their own belief system, for instance, or their own ideas of their spiritual upbringing and how they deal with it, whether they're dealing, dealing with it adequately or whether they are in some turmoil with it. My personal experience has been that no matter what religious indoctrination we might be in, um, at some point all of us as human beings are going to have the same type of questions. And it doesn't matter what we have believed in all of our life. It only matters the nature uh, that we held why we were believing what we wanted to believe. And are we at peace with it? If we are not in peace with it, then definitely towards the end, there is going to be very serious upheaval questions to respond to. And the nature of a community is a safe place whereby these issues can be discussed, conversed, mm-hmm. and be safe enough for folks to l- l- let let it be known what their most fear is before they can peacefully die. One of the nice things about our community is that it's surrounded by forests, so there's opportunity to do some forest bathing alone if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Part of what we do is help you feel comfortable with your beliefs, but as another part of the forest therapy and the forest bathing is that when you walk in the woods for a while, you hear things, you see things, you see colors and sounds and textures, and after a while you realize you're not thinking at all. You're just sort of sensing what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then you feel the, the, the joy of knowing that you've just spent five or 15 minutes or an hour not really thinking, just sort of experiencing. And that's a little bit of mindfulness that one can take back to when things seem to be more stressful. If you can remember that, hey, I just didn't really think too much. I was just sort of being. Just being. Yeah. Yeah, it's good therapy. Hmm. In the moment. So some people respond very well to being in groups. I think one of the things I also offer is how to be by yourself and be without thinking, without um, mulling over thoughts and without getting morose and thinking about past things, worrying about future things. And um, but that's one, one of the big reasons for anger and for depression and for anxiety. It's just not being there mm-hmm. in the moment. That's exactly. And, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And that is one thing that a beautiful place like, like this retreat and the nature, uh, it has that quality to put you right in that moment. So that's a powerful therapy. Do you think money is a big part of people's stress? You know, not, they don't think they can afford be secure. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think one thing we can show people is that you don't, there are a lot of low cost ways to get everything you need. And in fact, you know, the more costs you have to do, the more you, the more you're, you need stuff to. I mean, you know, that's, there's a lot of value in that. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the core skills we can get into is just how to, how to, how to live, get by on how to get nothing. By with, uh, <laughs> or very little. Maybe no, a little, little. Very little. But the more, the more skills you can network with, and um, yeah, clearly the less time you have to spend something you don't want to do for somebody else if you feel that your life is uh, controlled by your boss or by uh, the credit card. Um, I think there are certainly ways that we can teach you, and some of our sponsors actually, the solar people and the, uh, the tiny house people, yeah, and the uh, IT people. They can. Uh, they have ways. Their businesses are helping you live without needing as much money as as you thought you might. And uh, the less time you're working um, to pay a bill, the more time you have to uh, pursue your your joy, your purpose, and your reason for your ability to serve and reason for being. Mm-hmm. Well, that goes along with uh, the life of uh, um, the life that we are living in currently. The majority of us uh, are living in an unsustainable uh, pattern and trajectory by way of the products that we consume have um, all of it just about has some byproduct that's going to end up in the trash. That is going to, or is going to uh, spend a lot of energy to recycle. So, and then aside from that, the products that we consume, again, has gone through um, development process that has uh, been included uh, in poisoning the land and air and water in order for the highest yield, in order for the highest uh, yield in way of both product and money, uh, and without any consideration in uh, the poisoning the air, the health, the after effect of uh, planet Earth when all of these byproducts have been added to mix so so we are living in unsustainable lives without even thinking about it so dialogue of mindfully thinking about what we are putting in our bodies what we are thinking about in in way of our mental dialogue how much poison we are considering throughout the day as we are thinking of each other as less than best uh, possible light and thinking of uh, selfishness as a goal as opposed to 
thinking about our human unit. Ultimately, it's one human organism that is, is either going to survive as a human race or is going to fall in itself. And each one of us is part of that organism, just like every cell of my body is part of me. Um, these are things that we need to consider as um, if nowhere else is being thought about it, at least at the Center for Sustainable Stewardship, which we consider this to be. We need to think about and talk about those things. Yeah. Well, I think it's a great product. I think um, I'm going to find out how to get a policy myself. I'm going to find a uh, investor or a stockholder, a shareholder, actually, to to share in my um, joy. <laughs> but that person is providing, and I'm receiving a quality of a life, mm. and. Um, uh, there's something that seems too good to be true about this plan. I, I haven't quite <laughs> found out what it is. So anyone, uh, yeah. if anyone has any reasons why you think this quality of life insurance plan um, might not work, or if, if you're an investor, or you're, you're a potential investor and you don't want to lose your investment, you want to make sure your return is, is worth it. Um, ask your questions. You know what? Um, what are your concerns about about this policy? Yeah. Well, maybe we can get a couple of potential investors in here and uh, talk to them on one of the conversation shows. But that's some good conversation today here at the retreat, and uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing some more ideas and conversations related to the quality of life insurance policy. So um, keep us tuned in, and we'll see you next time. Good day. Bye-bye. You just heard Conversations from the Retreat. from the Center for Sustainable Stewardship. CSSFamily.org <laughs>